0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.
1: Interesting. I was uh, watching social media last night and I saw a tweet and um, and it was a decision by uh, restaurant owners to say that, you know, they're closing their in-person dining facilities and are transitioning to takeaway or counter sales only because of the increasingly high numbers of COVID and the hospitalizations in the Edmonton zone. It was from the owners of Edmonton's Cartago and Fleisch Delicatessen. Katie Ingram is uh, one of the co-owners of... Those restaurants. Hi, Katie. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I saw that uh, last night. I said, man, I got to talk to Katie because, I mean, you have been really... When it comes to COVID and what has been happening in the hospitality industry I mean you've been really front and center from you know when all of this this started you've been looking for ways to find to help and, and making suggestions all of these things tell us about this decision to move from in-person dining even when we know that less than what two percent to one percent of the cases are coming from uh you know in, in- restaurant dining
0: why did you decide to do this well, I think um we, we certainly it wasn't a decision that we certainly made lightly um, and we've we've always right from the beginning of this crisis and certainly right from when we reopened um, kept a close eye on the numbers on the comfortability of our staff to be at their workplace um, as well as what's happening on the front lines in um, uh, health care in hospitals in icus in long-term care facilities um, because we do really believe that we are in this together and we play a role in in um, in in this, um, so um, what really uh, turned the tide for us this week and uh, forced our hand with the decision is uh, the letter from the 70 uh, frontline physicians mm-hmm. uh, saying um, that really demanding that this is what they need right now uh, in order to make a difference and not have ICUs over capacity and um, and healthcare collapse really. Um, so that's really. Kind of what, what sealed the deal for us um, and made, um, made us feel like this is, that's the time to do it. And hopefully that it's going to send a broader message to government um, that this is, this is necessary and healthcare care and economy uh, are intertwined. They're not uh, isolated mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. each other um and uh, and so yeah that's sort of how the
1: decision came about so can you give us an idea of you know this this roller coaster ride um that that you and, and your your businesses have been on I mean we had the shutdown and then you have to make the decision okay well when things start back opening up there's limits on numbers you know a lot of a lot of restaurants decided just to do takeaway they didn't do dining in at all what does it look like for for your businesses?
0: Yeah it's been it's been definitely like you said a wild ride um so with Cartago when we shut down in March um we just had Cartago um so we were right in the in the brink of of Opening flesh, and then everything got shut down. So when we did reopen, um, we opened a brand new business uh, mid-pandemic. But it was was, luckily it was a business that the community had been anticipating for quite some time, uh, and we have an extremely supportive community. um, And that was one thing. In March, when we shut down, that was the devastating thing: is that you know, are we? Is there going to be consumer confidence again? Is our people? Is hospitality? ever going to be a thing again Mm -hmm. Um, and what they really what our community really showed us uh, in the summer is that yes absolutely it is um, and that there's people that want to come out they uh, want to be considerate they want to to follow the rules uh, so that we can all have this thing that we still enjoy Mm -hmm. Um, so we did our own phase relaunch Um, we uh, we started with what we felt comfortable with only outside seating. And then we uh, and counter service. Then we open a few tables inside. So with counter service, then we put up partitions at our bar, um, so that people can sit in groups of two to four, completely isolated from other people at our 30-foot-long bar. Um, and then we reintroduced table service um, once staff felt comfortable with that. So yeah. we kind of did it as we as we felt comfortable, um, and then in consultation with our our team uh, this week. Decided that we all felt that this is is the best course of action right now So
1: closing the in-person dining though, what kind of what kind of hit is that going to be for your businesses?
0: Um, it, it is a hit definitely um, We were we were busy um, this, uh, We have been busy and we were busy this past weekend um, but really from a, a standpoint as uh as a citizen as a business owner as someone who uh is a member of this of this community in this city when alarm bells are ringing as hard as they are from frontline healthcare workers um it it feels very uncomfortable to me and my business partner as human beings to be making the decision um, to to stay open purely uh, for money. And I know that that's a very privileged position to be in. And we do not um, look at other business owners who aren't making that decision. Um, it's it's scary, um, but. Um, you know, we we felt that that was the right decision. So, this is the right decision for us. So but it's definitely not an easy, not. And, and, and we don't we don't shame other businesses that are not uh, at the point where they feel like they can make this decision for sure because it's an it's an unbelievable choice to have to make.
1: So, so Katie, do you have um, you know what would be, what would be your numbers? What what would it have to look like to reopen in-person dining?
0: Um. So really, I think what, what we've been deferring to is um, what's happening on the front lines and the recommendations from the front lines. And so what they have said is that if we act quickly enough before the window is closing um, and we can have a quick circuit breaker shutdown and get, um, get contact tracers back online <laughs> and get more data about what's happening and as well as not overwhelming the healthcare system, Uh, If we do it now, it can be a short two weeks um, and sort of restart that. We're not looking. We're not assuming that you know COVID is going to go away by by doing this. Um, But what we want to do is is basically what they're recommending. And also too, when when we talk about you know only one percent of cases or three percent of cases being attributed to restaurants, that's great. And I would really like to trust that that is that is the actual data but Mm. we don't have data for 40 percent of case transmission so until we have those contact tracers hired and we can conclusively say look restaurants are safe they are very safe and you should be be going there and we're going to focus and target restrictions elsewhere um then that's when we'll feel comfortable but we don't have that data right now and so to be operating without data without science to back up um how we should be operating to be operating a business that is purely for social mm. cleaning it's tough it's yeah, a really but, tough uh, it's, t- it's a tough to have that position
1: yeah katie but i just you know I'm, I'm going back through my notes and you know they have said that you know restaurants are are one of the least last places where the transmission is is happening Let restaurants this was just from november six restaurants less than one percent of transmission
0: which I we've heard that as well, but we're also hearing that there's no data mm. for 40% of positive cases. Yeah. So uh, that's not to say that I don't think um, that restaurants aren't the problem. I don't think restaurants are the problem, but from a broader perspective of what the front lines are asking for, we feel okay sending a yeah. broader message
1: of staying home man a tough decision as a restaurant owner I just <laughs> Definitely. That's, that's pretty unreal uh, Katie uh, we're hearing that it's possible that um, that with some of the new. Possible restrictions that we're expecting, the new announcements that we're expecting in about 45 minutes could uh, impact the hospitality industry. Could impact restaurants. We don't know that for sure, and I know we were talking about that a bit earlier. But I mean, um, your, your thoughts on that and what that could mean for your for your fellow, you know, your, your fellow members in the in the biz.
0: Yeah, I mean the the sad thing about that is is that if there's more restrictions that decrease people's ability to generate revenue, anyways with in-person dining, then what the provincial government is doing is they're actually gatekeeping additional resources for small business uh, from the federal government. That has been announced that if there if you are ordered into another lockdown as a business, that your fixed expense uh, coverage will increase from 65 percent to 90 percent. Mm. So, without ordering a lockdown, the provincial government is actually gatekeeping additional resources to keep small business
1: open. Mm, interesting stuff. Katie Ingram joining us this afternoon. Katie, want to thank you for sharing your perspective uh, on this. Again, I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised <laughs> to, to, to see the tweet last night. But uh, as you know, everyone has to make their own decisions, right? And, totally. and, I, and I was talking, you know. Before the break, about personal responsibility, and some people think that I'm I'm preaching at, <laughs> at them, and I'm getting I'm getting crap on the text. Like, there you go, preaching again, you lefty. Yeah. That's what I'm getting told. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I actually, was told to not to to untie my lefty panties because they're all in a bunch. Classy. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you <laughs> know, we all we I, I do believe that we all have personal responsibility here, and it comes in different different ways, and it's and it's interesting to see how it's it's being handled yeah. in the business community as well. Katie, anything else that you want you know folks to to know or think
0: about as uh, before I let you go? Yeah. Well, one thing just specific to your point of personal responsibility i think we're past the point of personal responsibility and we need to look at uh community responsibility and the accountability that we all have to our community and to our public health um that aside um one thing that i i want everybody to know is that these are tougher times than ever for all small business regardless of what decision they choose and that small business um is the heartbeat of any neighborhood Mm -hmm. in any city and especially in edmonton um and we are we don't have money to bankroll months and months of shutdown or whatever we're just trying to keep our livelihoods keep our employees uh employed and do and do what we love and so um if 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 that's important to you in your community to be to be supporting the people um the small business owners in your community as much as possible throughout this
1: katie appreciate your time this afternoon thanks for joining us Thank you so much. Yeah, you betcha. Katie Ingram joining us this afternoon, the uh, co-owner of Cartago and Fleisch Delicatessen, who made the decision last night that they're closing their in-person dining facilities, just moving specifically to takeaway and counter sales. They made the decision on their own uh, because of the high COVID infection numbers and the hospitalizations in the Edmonton zone.